check it out. Un-territory. Ain't nobody been there. You understand? Undiscovered. So call somebody and tell somebody. There's a new day, and there's also a new sheriff in the town. A lot of things will be exposed real soon. Love you. Be good. It's Wednesday night, and you know what that means. The Fearsome Foursome is back, recording another fun-filled episode of Uncharted Territory. Hello and welcome. This is episode number 110. I'm Tim Dalton. I will be your host for the night, but I am not alone. With me are the crew of of the uh, Phil Singer Games Legends team, back for some fun frivolity and other stuff that begins with F after our Thanksgiving holidays. Oh, so tonight. Yes. So let's go around the room here and uh, introduce the crew. Chad Olson. How are you, my friend? I'm very cold. Is it very cold in Iowa? Cold and windy. We had some uh, a winter event yesterday and um, kids uh, had their uh, wrestling meet canceled after school. But other than that, I'm doing great preparing for the monstrosity that is the Gilbert Youth Wrestling Tournament. At last count, we had 248 wrestlers signed up. We're supposed, we're supposed to be pumping the brakes and stopping at 250. So it's going to be a long, like a long Friday night. Yeah, that's a long night right there. Yeah. Wow. But we'll All right. Fun. Well, thanks, Chad. Let's go to Stu Lowry. How are you doing tonight, Stu? We're all wet here in Virginia. It rained all day long. Well, not all day long, into the afternoon. Um, pretty pretty decent, just rainy day. It's gotten chillier. It was uh, actually kind of warm this morning. And then this e- afternoon, it uh, turned colder, a little breeze kicking up, and now it's probably about uh, 40, 40 degrees and dropping. So cold fronts moving through the area. And we're getting chillier. But other than that, I'm uh, delighted to be here with my friends this evening, talking about a bunch of good stuff and looking forward to the rest of the episode. Fantastic. Corey Olson, if you're done eating your chicken, please tell us what's going on with you. I'm, I'm not done eating my chicken, but I'm happy to be here. I just had to get my dinner in. Busy day. Uh, much like Iowa, it's very cold here, about 15 degrees or so as we talk right now, maybe colder than that. Uh, we had our first snow day of the year yesterday. Our administration called off school about 6 a.m. before there was any snow on the ground. And by 8 a.m., we had about four inches of snow on the ground. And altogether throughout the Twin Cities Metro, got about six to eight inches. Uh, so 
you know, it, uh, it, it, uh, it's a cold day. It's a snowy day. The roads are better, better now. They were not good. I had to pick up my younger kids from their school. Their school did not cancel. Uh, so I picked them up early yesterday. And, uh, and uh, that was uh, not fun driving through that, but we made it home safely. And I'm very excited to be back here with you promoters tonight to talk about Phil Singer games, talk about Thanksgiving, and who knows what other frivolity. There's an F word. It's, it will, we'll definitely go off on some tangents. I know that would be unique for our group. Uh, here in Buffalo, weather actually not, not horrible. It's, it's warmed up recently. Uh, so we've, we, we've had some rain. We had some hard rain today with some strong winds, uh, temps close to 50, and, and it's really melted a lot of the snow that uh, we had from our recent lake effect uh, snow blast where we got it anywhere between three to six feet in different areas of, of uh, Western New York. Uh, my sump pump is working hard trying to, to keep the basement dry because all the, the rain is coming, which is melting the snow. So it's like a double dip. But uh, other than that, things are good here in, in Buffalo. So uh, getting started with the, the show tonight, uh, we always talk about things that are new. So we've got some new announcements from Filsinger Games. One is Big John Studd is in the game. Gentlemen, any thoughts on, uh, on Big John? I'm liking this a lot. I mean, we had an unofficial version of, well, unofficial official version of Big John Studd for many years under a mask. To now have him as an official card unmasked uh, in all his glory, I think is pretty darn cool. Uh, Big John Stud fits in in a, in a lot of different ways. Can be a main eventer, can be a good tag team wrestler, uh, which I was kind of some kind of sort of surprised to to read about and, and learn when I was doing research on his biography. So, I think it's a great get for the game. Big name, no pun intended. Yeah, I think it's great uh, to have him in color. Have him without the mask, superstar mask. Um, and uh, like Stu said, you know, a lot of ways you could use them, obviously with King Kong Bundy getting another card in this set, you've got a natural tag team right there. So as you'll see in the bio that Stu so well wrote, uh, Stu's got a lot of other partners besides Bundy in the game and uh, a lot of natural connections there. So yeah, it'll be fun to have him in color. And I think it's a good drawing overall. Yeah, I will say that, uh, uh, you know, I did the, the work on the stats and, and I had originally done the Mass Superstar 2 stuff. Um, not going to be exactly the same layout. The moveset's not going to change much because, hey, we're talking about Big John Stud. Uh, but there's going to be a few changes to the card, uh, you know, for the good good or the, the bad, whichever uh, you may think. But um, I think it's a pretty good, pretty good representation. Um, Chad, anything on Big John? It's great to have him in the game. You got another person to add into the Bobby Heenan family. You got somebody to uh, throw down in your Southern Fed, where I believe he feuded with Bruiser Brody in Texas and world class. All sorts of shenanigans. And by God, you can certainly team him with the mass superstar. You could. If that's your whole shooting match. Well, there you go. And also, in addition to Big John Studd, uh, the artwork for Arnold Skoland was unveiled. Uh, gents, thoughts on uh, on Arnold? That is one sharp sport coat. <laughs> I was getting ready to say it's, it's <laughs> yes. kind of hard to get excited about a guy in a sport coat and tie, but uh, I am excited to have Arnold in the game more so from a wrestling standpoint because I can mm. see some uh, some fun uses for him on the undercard or even maybe tagging with Bob Backlund. <laughs> but uh, his artwork is um, it's a dude in a coat. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's and a tie. Yeah. Even though he'll have wrestling stats, I think it makes more sense for him to have a, a suit coat drawing. You know, he's more known in that look. And, he was. He was. Um, I like that it's a golden suit coat for the golden boy. And, uh, I thought it was from his time ascension working for Century 21. Well, could have been. <laughs> Double dipping. Yeah. Good call. Supplementing his income. <laughs> ABC Sports. <laughs> oh, there you go. Nice. I remember when he used to do Monday Night Football with Cosell. Yeah. That was a, he, those were great he, games. He he sing, good, say goodnight, the party's over. <laughs> <laughs> He'd have Adrian Adonis come on and say, sing goodnight, Irene. Yes. Yeah, I, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I got to say, I, I think it's going to be a fun card. I think people will enjoy it. Um, you know, we're going to try to work some manager stuff in there too, which is uh, kind of the reason for the drawing. Um, don't really love the artwork of this, or the colors on this one, but you know, you you got what you get, and uh, this this is it. So, um, but but thrilled. I think he'll be a fun addition to the game. He's going to, you know, he'll bring something a little bit different. I think to the manager group. Um, and next, Chad, why don't you tell us about one of your great ideas uh, for the, the upcoming uh, G-Con slash Hall of Fame weekend next year? So the other day when we were brainstorming on, on how to uh, garner more enthusiasm, yeah, as if you could garner any more enthusiasm for the Hall of Fame and Galacticon weekend, and I don't even know what we were talking about. Corey was talking about the turkey trot he did, not to, uh, not to steal his thunder. But I thought we should have the first ever Galacticon Fun Run be called, it'll be a 5K called the Minskoff Mile. Every mile you have to stop and take a nap. It'll be fantastic. We may not do the napping part, but I think we should, for so many of us who are, who are into walking or running or doing a little exercising or some people who are doing as little exercise as possible, they can still come on. We'll have, we'll have a lovely walk around downtown Waterloo, Iowa. I also thought we could incorporate this into a walk over to the presidential hotel where the National Wrestling Alliance was formed. And we can go and uh, maybe go up to the boardroom where we toured a few years ago when one Mr. Adam Pierce and check that out again. Um, but regardless, if that's on the agenda, having a little walk to get the blood pumping in the morning would be fun. Well, you know, I think uh, since since a 5K is around, what, three and a quarter miles, something like that, something that like the that. Minskoff mile thing doesn't really make sense, but it makes sense because it's related it's to Minskoff. Steve Minskoff. Yeah. And and what we should also have like a stop at like the one mile point where either you or I have to just turn around and drive people back to the hotel because that's what we would do for Steve all the time. Mm -hmm. Well, or or it might have to be a, a 5K run in aqua socks as he was fond of wearing and if we, if, if we could find a place with ice cream, that's even better. Oh, my God. There and we go. Th that would be close. And I, I think at some point along the Minskoff Mile, you have to carry someone else's stuff. Yes. <laughs> Maybe yes. the last mile, you get a bag of stuff to carry because we always carried Steve's stuff. And that's how he said it, too, stuff. Well, you switch your backpack with somebody else's stuff. Yeah, there you go. And then you just and then somebody's designated to be the one going around go asking who's got his stuff. Yep, there you go. And, and you mentioned ice cream, Tim. I think, uh, didn't Steve love prime rib? Was that what it was? Oh, yes. Yeah, he did. have some prime rib at the end of the race. Ice cream and prime rib. I there mean, my God, that's... I don't know where we're going to get prime rib in Waterloo. That's true. Yeah, that's that, true. that could be a little rough. Yeah. But I will say Waterloo is a, is a fine running and walking town. I mean, oh, it, yes. it, it's, oh, yeah. it's a great town to be doing that. So. Yeah, absolutely. 
I it lends itself to this event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, you know, last year a dog started following me and left its owner, and and his owner was way cuter than I stopped to pet this dog and then started following me. And then she went to go into her place of business or home or whatever, and she's and the dog kept following me. And then she picked up the dog and it growled at her. Oh, <laughs> it was awesome. Dogs can sense when humans are good people. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah, you know it. Are, are you mm-hmm. sure it was her dog? <laughs> oh, maybe it was a kidnapping. <laughs> maybe it was like, help yes. me, help me, kind sir. It's like the old joke, right? You know, is, does your dog bite? No. And then no, you go to pet the dog, dog and bites. And he says, What's going what's going on? You told me your dog didn't bite. It's not my dog. Oh, no. So here, here we are on the Paul Lind hour. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, there we I was go. also in one of the Pink Panther movies with Cusco. It was. <laughs> so what a great bit. Yep. <laughs> I, I think it was right around the same time he was he was trying to ask about the license for the minky. Yes, uh, a minky. Yeah. <laughs> I have no clue. What's um, going on. Oh, you need to watch those movies. Oh, those are hilarious. They it's are. been a while. So next on the agenda, we're going to go back to Chad, uh, not for another great idea, but for a recap of the recent IPW show where he said he may have seen the greatest match he's ever seen live. Chad, take it away. All right. So on Saturday, November 26th, we had the farewell to Forte, the Forte Center, which has been our home for the past eight or so years and held its first wrestling event um, back in 2008 with another company. Um, They are changing ownership. So uh, the people who ran the banquet hall are, are no longer doing it. And let me tell you, it was a fun, fun night. We started off with Max Chill against ZK47. And the bio, diabolical Max Chill won that one. And then, in what I say, maybe the greatest match I've ever seen live, Ethan Everhart versus the Golden Boy Bryce Jordan, two young lions of Impact Pro Wrestling. It was an insane match. I give it all the stars. And Ethan Everhart came out um, I, uh, on top of that one. So when we get some video footage, um, I will try to get that posted on the board so people can check it out it was it was just freaking nuts i mean there were so many times that i thought it was the sure finish and it indeed was not then in the bat yes sir well so and i stepped away for a second that was the second match in the card yeah wow that's amazing what a great great second match i know well you know we like to have people tear down the house once in a while absolutely wow um and then i might be a little off on my match order here but we're just going to read it off here the, the the placard here uh Briar Hale beat her sister Sage Hale to become the number one contender to the women's title held by Miss Frankie J. And then in the fourth, like anyone fi- would really know the difference which one beat the other. Oh, I can't tell them apart at all. <laughs> no. Um, the Forte final fight, which was, you know, typical uh great booking from the mind of one Troy Peterson. Um, I'm gonna explain these rules but I'm going to have to write them out on the boards because they're a little hard to, so it's a six man scramble match, but two people, I, I introduced everybody and then I had names in a bucket and I pulled the names out and I pulled two names out and they got in the ring and fight. And then every two minutes I called off another name that I pulled out of my bucket. So it was kind of like a Royal rumble, except you didn't get eliminated by going over the top rope. It was only pinfalls or submissions in the ring. And if you did get thrown out of the ring, the people who weren't in the match yet were ringside so they could act as lumberjacks. So we had Tyler Jones, Adam Love, Victor Payne, Quavon Orlando, Jay Wesley, and Ricky Bronson. 
And in the end, Tyler Jones outlasted everybody and got the pinfall and won the match um, over Ricky Bronson. Let's see. Then we had um, Malice versus Ugly. These two have had some great battles in IPW. They've also had formed a, a tag team as well based on their mutual respect, and they were the tag team champions. Um, they started off trying to do some scientific wrestling, you know, doing some handshakes and and uh, Malice would, you know, try to grab an arm bar and shake hands. But as to be expected, it soon spilled out of the ring where there was a just a wild double count out, no contest. At that point, Ugly grabbed his ugly stick and these two went to town, brawled all over the building and then brawled out the door, never to be seen again. Uh, so, yeah. And it was hard getting people back into the ring. So I just got in there saying, okay, we're going to start the match match now, suckers. Um, I mean, there was an intermission in here somewhere too. I don't remember. Um, oh yeah. So the match before intermission was the, uh, you always put your extreme title match before intermission. So you can clean up the plunder left in the ring. So we had Cole Cannon, the champion against Gable Galileo. And this was a great back and forth match. Gable's been extreme champion before. Uh, we had thumbtacks. Um, Cole Cannon brought a bag of potatoes down because he's throwing potatoes. Gable pulled out a potato masher. It was wild. It was crazy. Cole Cannon retained the title. So then afterwards, we got out a giant magnet and a broom to get all the thumbtacks out of the ring. Um, in a first-time-ever teaming, Maddie Starr in the big picture with Captain Midnight in their corner faced off against Justin Deason, the death dealer for the tag team championship. And it was a great match. Uh, Justin Decent, Death Dealer, held on to the tag titles. Um, Captain Midnight was trying to win, although he's, he's managed literally over 100 times in uh, the Forte Center. He's never had any of his charges win a title match there. So uh, this plays into the main event where James Jeffries took on the hometown hero, Jackson King. And Jackson King, being from Des Moines, was... Was loved by the fans. The crowd was really split 50 50. I've never seen people get in James Jeffrey's face and flip him off. Um, but it happened. Yeah, some of these hooligans, I think, went to high school as Jackson King. So before the match started, um, the, the both guys came down to the ring. I was going to do in the ring championship introductions. Midnight Guthrie came down with a contract. He wanted to sign Jackson King so he could try to win a title in Forte one last time. Jackson King tore up the contract. So then Midnight Guthrie went over to James Jeffries and James Jeffries just chuckled in his face. So at that point, I got the great pleasure of telling him to get the hell out of the Forte Dome. So he left. The match went, went off. Um, great match back and forth. James Jeffries did win and retained the title. So then at that point, T.S. Uh, aggressor Travis Shillington got a cooler beer out from under the ring and all the wrestlers came to the ring and celebrated and toasted Forte. And then that Captain Midnight came back down and he was causing a scene. And I, you know, I did the only thing a ring announcer could do. I confronted him. I threw a stupid captain's hat into the crowd. And I said, you, sir, for eight years have been garbage in this ring. And now it's time to take out the garbage. So I handed the microphone to T.S. Aggressor and I grabbed her back, threw the top rope. Oh my gosh, I could win a battle royal with that throw. Threw them out there. The fans loved it. They threw babies. And uh, that was that was it. We bid everybody a, a fond farewell to the Forte. And uh, 
it it was it was a good time it was hard you know it was hard for some of the folks who've been there you know we backstage we were talking and uh there was probably eight people backstage who started off as fans at the forte including myself i mean there's a picture of joey jojo the referee from when he's like eight um posing with aj smooth and and ryan slade um it was it, it was kind of emotional it's kind of sad it, it was a fun building to run it was a it was a beautiful place and uh we had a had a lot of good times there but in 2023 we're going to go out and, and get a new building in des moines and make some more uh good memories there so yeah it's good fantastic time. And I, I will say that I am I am not surprised of all the matches on that show. If you were going to say that that one of them had to be the showstopper, the Everhart and 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 Jordan match. I mean, both those guys. I mean, it's funny watching them now, and from watching them even a couple of years ago. Yep. And you could just see they're so much smoother. Everything they do is good. Um, doesn't surprise me at all. And I'm I'm really excited to see that match at some point down the road. Yeah, maybe when I get a copy, but we can do a group watch of it. Audio problems in a plenty here on Uncharted Territory. <laughs> yeah, it's been a, it's been a night for for audio issues. Um, so now I guess getting to our kind of uh, uh, main events or semi main events, we're going to do a little Thanksgiving recap, uh, and then also uh, talk about some potential holiday gift ideas uh, that that you may want to think about uh, for for people in your lives. So uh, first we'll, we'll go to Thanksgiving and uh, just go through some of the, the technical aspects. Um, gentlemen, how do you cook your bird, so to speak? I brine mine and then I put it in the electric roaster and you, you crank the roaster up to 450 for the first 30 minutes and then you turn it down to three and a quarter. But unfortunately I turned it down to 250. So after a couple of hours, I lifted the lid to check and I'm like, God damn, that's a pale turkey. And then I realized, it was at 250 so i cranked it up to 350 and it turned out great mom and dad raved it was the juiciest turkey ever i'm like well that's because it was bloody about 10 minutes ago but it was good mine was purchased <laughs> we had been sick up until uh thanksgiving so we uh got our well we were gonna do this anyway we we're getting our thanksgiving meals uh for ourselves and family uh, from a local haunt by the name of Barbecue Exchange, which does traditional Thanksgiving meals. So we, we ordered them pre-done. All we had to do was reheat. And thank goodness we did that because uh, my wife and I were pretty darn sick up until the day of. So I can't tell you how they made it because we reheated that sucker and it was good turkey. Cider. Well, there you go. Cider. Uh, I hit from, from the peanut gallery. It's cider brined. Ooh. Very nice. I brined mine with nice eggnog, and it was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. Corey, how did how did you cook your bird? I also uh, brine our bird every year. Um, I don't know if Chad uses the same recipe. Our dad gave me this recipe where yep. it is. Okay, so it's three pounds of kosher salt, two pounds of sugar, about a quarter cup each of basil and oregano, um, hot water, ice, and the turkey itself. You, you know, you stir it all up and stick it in a cooler overnight. And, uh, you know, it kind of says about 10 to 12 hours, but, you know, give or take. Um, and then what I do typically, I have a charcoal Weber grill, just a simple one, nothing fancy. And I just uh, stick it on there. I put a pan of apple juice underneath the, the grill grates 
and uh, just to keep it moist and add the juices I need to. Um, you know, it takes, depending on the heat, depending on the day, the wind can take about, I've done it in like an hour and a half and it's turned out perfect. Uh, most times it takes about maybe about two to two and a half to three hours. Um, but yeah, I've got, got a lot of compliments on it. Turned out great. I threw the, threw the turkey neck on there too. And, uh, and that turned out, <laughs> I thought of a, a Christmas vacation, save the neck bone for me, Clark. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it, it turned out really well. We did uh, um, did some different uh, side dishes this year just for a taste of something different. Uh, we didn't. Well, there you go. Yeah, we didn't do mashed potatoes. We did fries, homemade homemade French fries. Uh, we did broccoli cheddar soup that was homemade. Uh, we did some we did some stuffing, just a little batch. That's not as popular. I I love it, but not everybody else does. Uh, green bean casserole, which is pretty typical and. We didn't do a pumpkin pie. We did a pumpkin roll, and that was delicious. Interesting. Yes, yes, very good. So with me, I, uh, I, I I brine the turkey. Well, I have just had a turkey breast, um, but I brine as well. I've been brining for about 10 years, and I, I really, I you know, I'm, I'm the best briner I know. I, and, you've uh, been brining for 10 years. You smell fragrant, Tim. <laughs> yeah, I do. And yeah, it's a similar, it's a similar mix. It's, uh, you know, I, I use a lot of, I use vegetable stock, um, uh, salt, brown sugar, um, and then some different other, other peppercorns, you know, uh, some allspice, stuff like that, that I use in the brine. Um, but I usually do mine the night before, and then I just roast it in the oven with some aromatics. I usually use like an apple and an onion, some sage, some rosemary, um, and at the bottom of the roasting pan, I usually put a beer, uh, in, in the roasting pan just to, to get some additional moisture and stuff in there. Um, but yeah, and, and, and um, sides for me were basic, uh, just did some, and, and I buy, I buy the pre-made sides. I just don't have the effort, you know, the time or effort or inclination to, to, to do all that. Um, but did, uh, the standard mashed potato stuffing, mixed vegetables, and then a, a cranberry orange relish, um. And then uh, my my dessert was apple pie with vanilla bean ice cream. Um, so what about uh, so so Stu Chad? I mean, what what did you guys do for the rest of the meal? Because Chad, you you're you're I mean that that family you guys cook everything. Oh yeah. Um, let's see. We did green bean casserole. Uh, Catherine made the mashed potatoes. Mom made um, corn casserole. Um, I make the the cranberry orange stuff. I make a small batch of that because that's not as over with the crowd. It's just me, my mom, and Emily like that. Uh, what else did we have? Did I say stuffing? We had stuffing. Um, and then, oh, I made a spiral ham. And my dad had been smoking uh, a bunch of pork shoulder for the youth wrestling tournament to feed the What, what the hell is workers. your dad smoking, Chad? He is smoking pork shoulders. But so he also, he smoked some uh, pork belly. So we had a little bit of pork belly and that was pretty tasty. Um, and then we had an apple pie. So our, our realtor, I mean, I haven't bought a house in six years from her and my parents have never bought a house from her, but they're neighbors and good friends. So she always does this thing on the Tuesday before Thanksgiving, where she gives her clients a free pie. So we coordinate, we get an apple and they get the pumpkin, even though I don't really like either one of those kind. Um, but um, so we had those and then my, my dad for my kids bought a chocolate silk pie. Cause that's always popular. And then I feel like there was some other dessert that made its way in there. I am a big fan of the pumpkin roll though, too. I had a, 
a little bit of pumpkin roll the other night. That was delish. So, um, yeah, I think that might be it. Probably, you know, a vegetable tray, some stuff, some stuff. You know, and we had we had a full day because we had we had Thanksgiving meal about twelve thirty, and then we had Iowa State basketball at two thirty, and then we had Iowa State women's basketball at six thirty, and then the Vikings played that night. So. Iowa State beat the number one team in the country, uh, North Carolina. Iowa State women won, and then the Vikings won, which was a game that I thought was going to turn into another Buffalo Bills shootout. Um, so, so we did have some extra snacks on hand. So we, you know, because of course we wouldn't have ate too much, but we had a little. I had some meat and cheese, and another layer of meat and cheese, and some crackers, and and some of those kind of things on hand for the for the game watching portion of the day. Fantastic. It sounds like a, that sounds like a full, full feast for a full day. Oh my God. I, I mean, I mean, I don't eat a lot, but I, uh, I sure was full. I did not eat any Turkey though. Cause I do not like Turkey as usually at Thanksgiving, I'll have a little bit of Turkey, but I didn't even, I'm like, no, I, I got a limited amount of space in my tummy. So I'm not even having any Turkey. <laughs> well, well, Stu, what was with your, uh, what were the sides and things with your, uh, with your dinner? It was a full, it was a full plate. Uh, we started things off with some house-made pickles, a couple different ways that you could make pickles, including garlic pickles that were to die for. Then we uh, segued into a squash and apple bisque, which was quite good. I really uh, got cleansed the palate along with a little baby spinach salad that uh, whet our appetites for more. And I, it was really good stuff. And then we had uh, the turkey, as I had mentioned, we had a sugar cured ham, which uh, if you if you like Virginia ham, it leans more that way. Very more. It, it says it's sugar cured, but it was salty. It was a salty ham, made you thirsty. Um, we had uh, some traditional giblet gravy that we put on the turkey and, and also on rolls, which was really good. And then also some raisin sauce that went with the ham that was uh, delicious. Like we had this stuff for three or four days. So it was great. And we had, we had traditional Turkey day leftovers, which was wonderful. Uh, we had cornbread stuffing, which was good. Uh, nowhere near my mother-in-laws who make stuffing to absolutely die for. So we did miss that this year. And incidentally, this is the first year we were talking about this earlier that we were not around extended family, probably ever for either one of us. So it was, it was a different kind of year from that regard. However, we were in touch with our family and friends all day and didn't have to be around them. So, hey, it was a win. Uh, so we had, uh, <laughs> we also had green beans and carrots with garlic, <clears throat> quite good, <clears throat> excuse me, and some sweet potatoes, uh, along with some cranberry relish. And to top things off, a good old fashioned pumpkin pie, which are you guys uh, pumpkin pie lovers? I'm not a big time lover of pumpkin pie, but it's okay. I'll eat a slice, but it's not like I crave it. Actually, no. oh, I know my dad and I like, pecan pie we had pecan too it was i didn't want to get a whole giant pecan pie for two of us so i bought two of those little tiny individual pies at walmart oh very nice put a dollop of cool whip it was good eating so tim it was delicious like i said we we managed to have it for four days so good stuff yeah i i I had my turkey for four days and i've still got a lot left it's it's in the freezer now and it uh yeah it's amazing how how much you get and just trying to eat it by myself is not an easy task so any other uh, parents yeah yeah any uh any other thanksgiving festivities for you gentlemen i forgot to mention one of our side dishes Stu reminded me of it with one of the things he mentioned we had a 
delightful salad that was uh, that had some red pears and feta cheese and a vinaigrette on it that my wife made, and it was nice a nice addition to our overall meal. Days later, it's kind of become a tradition. <clears throat> we usually do it the Friday afterwards, but it was raining. So I think I mentioned this last week. We got together with family and went and got our Christmas tree. So that has become a really nice uh, day after Thanksgiving, uh, mostly day after Thanksgiving transition. We go to, to a neighbor's farm and cut it down ourselves. So it's pretty cool. Enjoyed it. And I know, I know, uh, Corey, you did, you did the turkey trot or whatever it's called in your neck yeah. of the woods. Yeah, uh, so at Hastings, actually where I am tonight, uh, where we go to church, it's south of us. Uh, they have they call it Gobblegate, and this is the this was the 25th anniversary of Gobblegate, uh, and it raises money for the local uh, local charity organization uh, that helps families in need. And uh, yeah, it was a great. My both of my sons did it with me this year. It's an 8K. You can do an 8K or the 2K. And um, my oldest and I did the 8K last year. He wanted to do it again, and his younger brother wanted to join us, so we we all did that, and it was a great great run. I ran about maybe 90, 95 percent of it, and walked the rest, and uh, not a not a fast pace, a jog pace, but I was running. And uh, they change up the route every, every a little bit each year. Hastings is a really pretty town on the Mississippi River, uh, so you get to there's a big bridge there um, coming into town from the north and. Uh, right over the river, so you get to run along that. Um, there's just some other little kind of state park areas and parts of Hastings I actually hadn't ever been to, so it was cool to get to see that. And the weather was just warm enough, uh, about about 35, 40. Uh, and compared to last year, we ran it; it was 20, <laughs> and so a lot a lot better this year, a lot more tolerable. And um, yeah, just a beautiful day overall and great, great way to start the day. The boys had fun with it. They beat me. Of course, I, I just say, keep running. Don't, don't wait for me. Just, just wait at the finish line for me and, uh, and you do a good job of that. Um, it was funny to see because it was, you kind of started in the downtown area and there's a lot of restaurants, businesses, and, and they were open Thanksgiving morning, of course, with all those runners there, but all these bars would have like Bloody Mary and, and uh, and other kinds of uh, screwdriver specials, beer specials. I told the boys, I said, I'd love to have a beer right now, but then you'd have to drive me home. So <laughs> uh, just, just funny. And, and the lines were out the door at the bars, you know, 9.30 a.m. on Thanksgiving morning. The lines were just out the doors, but hey, it was, it was all fun. Everybody had a good time. So that was- It sounds like the turkey trot in Buffalo, which I, yeah. which I can't do because my knees are shot, but yeah. Uh, yeah, it's always a fun time. Stu, did you wind up running? Did you feel healthy enough to or not? I did. We, had a, we have a neighborhood turkey trot every year, and uh, I did it. I was probably about 85, 90% the morning of, but it, it felt okay. Uh, crashed a little bit afterwards, but that's all right. Um, we had very good weather to do it, and it's always a lot of fun because everybody's usually in a great mood. I mean, it's Thanksgiving. Uh, everybody's a little festive and feeling pretty good. And thoroughly enjoyed it and had a good time. Um, and I was uh, <laughs> judging or comparing it to where I was three days prior, I'm amazed I was upright and running that sucker. So it was an achievement in and of itself. Well, congratulations. I went, to walking, for, for, I went walking for 90 minutes. That's awesome. Well, you just need to organize it and call it something. The fucking Gilbert, the, it was the Gilbert Gallup. There you go. <laughs> there, you, there you are. I like it.
All right. So with our thanks, Thanksgiving festivities behind us and, and other holidays uh, upcoming, I guess we thought we'd uh, we'd each kind of pick out a few things, either wrestling or sports or otherwise related that uh, our audience might enjoy and might be good for uh, for, for gift giving here over the holidays. So uh, so so let's kind of chat about some of those things. You, Corey, do you want to start us off on that? ready uh <laughs> okay so Corey, <laughs> let's not start with you so Stu, would you like to start us off with that sure uh mine are going to be in the wrestling book uh, genre uh i'm looking forward to i hadn't read it before but after seeing uh, or in hearing d brian blair i'm looking forward to reading his auto, uh, his autobiography over christmas time i think that's on my santa wish list uh I know it's uh, been a little while, but I, I just got it for my birthday. Uh, the Sheik biography, I think, is really well done. I'm about halfway through it. Uh, I, I'm learning some new stuff, which is really cool. And uh, just any biography about the Sheik is just bound to grab your attention because, I mean, the man was shrouded in mystery. So I think it's pretty cool that they, they did this. Again, I know I'm a little late to that game, but I, I highly recommend it. And uh, trying to or looking to pick up... Uh, the uh, book on the territory of the Bahamas territory, I think it's called Bahamian Rhapsody. That sounded, uh, it was introduced to that through Roll Up. Uh, and I think through, uh, for wrestling readers and amateur armchair historians out there, that's gonna be a pretty good one. I had never heard of that territory. Uh, I, I didn't know it was a territory. I mean, if you'd said wrestlers wrestled in the Bahamas for here and there, I'm sure fine. Uh, but I, is it the biography of Tyree Pride? It might be. It might very well be. Uh, he was he was like perennially the, the Bahamas. Champion. He was the man. Uh, but I just I did not have any concept of an organized territory down there. And listening to that interview with Ian, I thought was really well done. A lot of fun. So my my suggestions, uh, as I usually load up on books at Christmas time anyway, for in the wrestling genre, would be those books of note. All right. Thanks, Stu. Corey, what, what do you got for us? Well, uh, I mean, for me personally, there's not a lot that I really want, but you know, if you're looking for suggestions, wrestling fans, um, Chad gave me these for my birthday this year. We did a, an unboxing on, uh, for that episode that was around my birthday back in March. Um, you go to the Detroit, Toronto, Ohio Facebook wrestling, or Re Detroit, Toronto, Ohio wrestling Facebook page. Uh, and you can find information. G. J. Rowell is the author's name. He posts regularly on the group. Um, really nice guy. I've messaged him myself. And he's just done these cool, just, you know, like photo books, scrapbooks, if you want to call them that, uh, about the Detroit territory. The two that Chad gave me were on the Sheik and on Leaping Larry Shaney, who's become one of my favorite wrestlers and one of my top five wishes for a future Legends uh, release. And, um, just cool, you know, like I say, photos of the guys, uh, both personal and within the business, um, you know, some some uh, programs from the cards they wrestled on back in the day, and uh, just some really cool stuff, especially for the Sheik, you know, obviously we have a lot of Sheik fans out there, and uh, you see some pictures of him with his brothers, they were all servicemen, and uh, that's just a really cool picture to see. And then uh, some stories about him. He was a, a little bit of a, a real life troublemaker, uh, you know, before he was the the sheik in the ring. So just some really, just some really cool background stuff I didn't know about the sheik, and you know, very quick reads. I read, I read them both 
within an hour or so. Like I say, more pictures than, than articles, but the, the writings in there are good and some uh, quotes from people who would have been growing up around the territory. So if there's, uh, it, you, you know, some, some books and some authors you haven't read, uh, G.J. Rowell, uh, The Detroit uh, Matt Memories, I think it's called, and it's through the Detroit, Ohio, Toronto Wrestling Facebook page. So check those out. Fantastic. Thanks, Corey. Well, let's go to the other Olson. Chad, what, what do you, you've always got something going on. What, what do you got in your hands? That, that, that well, you what do I people? have in my hands that I can show? Um, I have the Charting the Territories book by Al Getz presents 1971-1973, Leroy McGurk, Oklahoma, Louisiana, Wrestling Almanac. And this is a, a super intense study of all the results. And um, I mean, it's just amazing. And he puts together these fantastic statistics uh, based on how many times people are booked a week and where um, they are on the card, which he calls the spot rating. And just to kind of show the ebbs and flows of a territory. So this is pretty amazing. It's his first time doing a book. He has a, a podcast. He has a fantastic website where he's constantly putting up materials for free. And he does have a couple of uh, kind of smaller PDF books that you can do your name, your price thing. You know, the suggested price is $5. Um, you can be cheap and just download them for free. But my God, for five bucks, it's a, it's a, a treasure trove of, of coolness. So I recommend the book. I recommend all the PDFs and, um, you know, just his, his stuff is amazing. So I've really become a fan of that over the past two or three years. Um, other things I'm looking forward to that I have on my Christmas list are the remastered Use Your Illusions 1 and 2 deluxe CDs where you get one CD, which is a remastered version of the original CD. And then the second CD um, is uh, live tracks and of course, there's a jumbo box set that's like 300 bucks. I'm going to wait and let the price come down like I did with the Appetite for Destruction one. Um, but that one has both CDs, and then it has two different live concerts um, that are on the other ones. So if you want all the live music, you have to buy all four of them. Um, and then it also has a Blu-ray of a, a show in the Ritz that they did as a warm-up before they went on the Use Your Illusion Tour in 1991. And just the footage of that is incredible. I've seen it. A few people have posted it to YouTube. And you can see how all that footage from that Ritz show is what they used to uh, create the live footage for the You Could Be Mine video, which played incessantly during the summer of 1991 and hyping up Terminator 2. Um, yeah, that's those, those are the kind of things I'm looking forward to. I got a couple of wrestling books. There's a couple of Toronto wrestling books that are on Amazon. Um, that I have uh, have on my wish list. Um, but what else? What do I have that people should buy? Oh boy, I don't know. Tim, do you have any ideas of what people should buy that we might have? Well, you know, Chad, I, I, I've got a, I've got a lot of things. Uh, I'm I'm going to hit I'm going to hit all the the pop culture stuff. So uh, from the book side, I, I I agree the the Blood and Fire book for the Sheik on the Sheik. It's just fantastic. It's a great read. Um, for mystery people, I would suggest uh, Magpie Murders and the follow-up book, Moonflower Murders by Anthony Horowitz. Uh, both very good books. They're both like, it's like two mysteries for the price of one in each, in each, each book. And I think it's really, they're re both really well-written. He does great stuff. He, he does a lot of Sherlock Holmes stuff. He did a book called Moriarty, Moriarty as well that's very good. 
Um, so those are my book recommendations. I would say that uh, for movies, I don't know if this is still out in the theaters. It was doing a, a very limited run movie called Glass Onion, which is the sequel or follow up to Knives Out. If you're into that, uh, it's a really fun movie. Uh, Daniel Craig is in it again as the lead character. Um, also, uh, Dave Batiste is in it. Edward Norton's in it. Uh, Kate Hudson's in it. Um, all do great, great work. It's a fantastic movie. Um, it was, I think it was put together by Netflix. I think they bought uh, the rights to two movies. And so this is the first one. So um, um, it should be a lot of fun and it, it will be out. If it's not in the theaters anymore, it will be on Netflix shortly. It ended uh, its exclusive window in theaters on November 29th. And it will come to Netflix on December 23rd. Well, there you go for, for your Christmas viewing. It's a very good movie. Very, it's a, it's a comedy slash murder mystery and it's hilarious. It, it's just a great movie. Um, so I, I, we got the books and the movies, now the games, um, for people that are into either boxing or tennis, I've got, uh, a good PC game for you. Um, legends of boxing on PC is a fantastic game. Uh, uh, Gary Brown, uh, came up with the original game engine and, uh, it's, it's fantastic. It's a lot of fun. And then, uh, the other game is called time travel tennis that's on, on the PC as well. And it's, uh, it's very good. If you ever followed tennis or were a fan of tennis, it's got all players from all different eras. So you can get people that were around before world war two. You can get people that were around before the current, you know, um, um, the uh, the Grand Slam system was was kind of in effect. You can get people from the opens, you know, the open era and in more modern players as well. Uh, I think they're both very good games. I've played them both. I think they're both fantastic. Um, and so I would recommend those from the gaming uh, end. And then um, let me see what else is there. Um, oh, apparel. Well, you know, if you want some good apparel, all you need to do, folks, is you just go to tkostore.com. That's T-E-E-K-O store.com. Has all, all your Uncharted Territory podcast merchandise. You got t-shirts, you got hoodies, you got sweatshirts. It's all there for you. What, wh how, 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 how much more happy could you make your children or your loved ones by giving them an Uncharted Territory shirt? The, 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 just think of the look on their face when they open that on Christmas morning or during Hanukkah or during whatever other holiday you may be celebrating or any non-denominational holiday of your choice. It's a great gift. You all need one. You know you do. And you're going to spend money anyway. Spend it on something good. Spend it on Uncharted Territory merchandise. TKOstore.com. That's T-E-E-K-O-Store.com. Whew. Well, that was interesting. Oh, is, is, is time travel done by play games? Is that correct? Or no. That... I, I don't think okay. it's play. I, it's, a, it's a PC version. I think it's out on, I want to say it's ASG. Games, okay i think yeah that's right that's probably right and then i can concur with tim as tim got me back into legends of boxing that game is phenomenal uh i run my own little little small or small little boxing federation and if you're into boxing at all or just want to learn about it that game is off the charts just great game i, I was going to say I, I actually purchased time travel tennis forgot that i had it and then started playing it and it, it's a very good game it's a it's a shot by shot recreation based on 
the different player tendencies and all that. And it's, it's put together really well. A lot of research, very good game. I don't know if you saw the question I put in the chat, but I was wondering if it was like tennis meets champions of the galaxy and you're, you're, you're battling alien tennis players or like freaking, uh, Oh, what's that doofus? The cosmic forces. They became monad. He was clean up. There's no way you could compete with monad. Oh my God. Who's the guy? He, he should have left wrestling and gone into tennis. <laughs> the guy with two heads, Pollux. Didn't he become Pollux? Two would be interesting. Yeah. He could wear two tennis visors. Yeah. Oh, there you go. He could be his own yeah. doubles team. Now, I do want to show you guys one thing that I forgot to mention on my Christmas list because I, 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 I think this thing is just fantastic. It's a coffee mug holder that looks like an octopus. Isn't that awesome? Oh my! That is. <laughs> I don't even drink coffee, and I want one. I think it's amazing. I saw it. That Facebook. is phenomenal. We would need about four of those in our house. Oh my god! Yeah. I, th I think it's so rune awesome. main octopus coffee holder. This is that amazing is promoters. I think I might get each one of you guys one of these for Christmas. <laughs> That I is would, really cool. I wouldn't say no. I'd put it next to the uh, luchador pepper take, and salt shakers you gave me. Uh, I'd take that puppy. That octopus. All right. Excuse All me. Right. You know what you're getting under your trees. <laughs> there you go. Is that near an octopus's garden? In the shade? I don't know. It could be. Apparently it's all the rage because there's like multiple skeptical Amazon second sellers that have them. Anywhere from $8.99 to $28. And one of them is sold by, and the company's all Chinese letters. I don't know what that says. Oh, well, anyways. you need to learn your, your Chinese. You need to learn uh, some Mandarin. Don't you? It's all Greek to me. There you go. Anyways. All right, everybody. Well, that was a nice little round table there tonight. So uh, it's time for our shout outs and wrap ups and shout ups and wrap downs and all of that. So, and shut ups, um, <laughs> shut ups. Yeah, we, we got a, I got a few of those. Uh, <laughs> Chad, let's, uh, let's start with you this evening. All right. Thank you for everybody. Took the time and energy and dedication to listen to episode 109. We had Lee, Matt Dickendesher. Matt is his wedding anniversary today. I saw that on Facebook. They're out having dinner. So congratulations, Matt. He said he had a lovely, uh, Old fashioned, and I did not ask if there was olives in it because I think I know their answer. Uh, let's see who else. Troy and Pariah uh, commented and throwing toasters. Grant, uh, Stu, I'm not thanking you because it's part of your job. Uh, and I, I will say it's kind of exciting that uh, Pariah enjoyed the CWA review so much that now he's doing something kind of similar on the boards. I don't know if you saw his post the other day. Um, he's going to do kind of like an independent Champions of the Galaxy era federation. And the first uh, main event is it's Brute Massacre against Alpha Force. And God, I don't remember who else it was, but it looked interesting. So um, let's see, what else do I have? Oh, I saw on uh, YouTube that uh, there's a, a feature on Ilio DePaulo's restaurant. It's a little 30 minute feature. Ilio DePaulo's has their own YouTube channel. I'm not really sure they why. Do. But like they have a few matches. I think that might be why they yeah, followed it to start with. I think I think that was, yeah, they 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 do post matches occasionally. But this has a little, it says named one of America's top restaurants. So check it out. Uh, it certainly is a delicious thing. And then the other thing I was going to mention last week, we ran out of time, is um, I don't know how many of you um I don't even know how the hell I got hooked up with this, but I found on Reddit. Um that's that's a thing on the internet, Tim. Um, Thank that you. 
um, these people have, they make belts for video games. Like they make wrestling belts for video games. And I, I don't know, I don't know why, because I don't really play video games. I don't, I mean, I suppose so you can have the belt you want for your video game, right? So then, um, they, and they post all these belts and I'm like, it goes, these would be great for like Champions of the Galaxy. And I think they're like free usage things. So if you wanted to, you could just go out and look at some of these belts and maybe print one off. Here, I'm trying to get to the place so I can, here, like this, hold on. I'm gonna share my screen with you guys. So this is on my Pinterest board. Um, see all these different belts? Isn't that kind of cool? AWA oh, tag belts. Oh, those are nice. Yeah. So you could like, I'm assuming you could print them off somehow if you wanted to, if you were so inclined to make little belts for your guys. Or, you know, oh, that's one very of the cool. I like this. I like the, uh, the Georgia championship. That's, that's awesome. a good one. That's awesome. Yeah. Mid-South. Lucha Underground. Yeah. Uh, that's big gold here that's just a heavyweight title yeah yeah the missouri georgia Georgia. so they got a lot of different ones out here Hmm. um the old school wwf one from hogan uh u.s i think that's the u.s tag belt from championship wrestling the original wwf belt cool very fancy so That's, that's pretty cool actually yeah, so I think, like I said, I think they use it for the for WWE 2K, but I'm like thinking, well, you just could like, you know, do a little cut and paste and jib oh, jab and print them off. So, yeah. anyways, <laughs> I just try to make people's lives better. That's what I do. You so. are sneaky like that. You're giver. I'm not sneaky. I'm always sneaky just because I'm. <laughs> I mean, they put it out there for public use. So whether or not I put it on a video <laughs> game or just print it off to put on my freaking wrestling cards, and I mean, I'm not gonna do it because my. I mean, I, I tell you, we've had some negotiations with the ring crew. Not going well. It's a tough union. It really yeah, it is. is. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So everybody stay safe, be excellent to each other, and be cool. Thanks, Chad. Corey Olson, what's, what do you got to say tonight? Well, thank you, Tim, for hosting. And I uh, just want to give some attention to our other Phil Sawyer Games community content providers, of course. Uh, Todd, Sam, and Mike over at Roll Up, the official podcast of Phil Singer Games, Grant Machoco and his solo promoter YouTube channel, Steve Tower at After Further Review, Dave Little at Heartland Championship Wrestling, Lee Long Green, the Dizzy Dice podcast, Brock Atkinson at Brockster Builds, and Brock and Mike's Phil Singer Games character spotlight. So thank you once again uh, for putting out so much great content. Uh, I want to give a shout out to my wrestling team. I mentioned last week that our season has started. We're on week two. And uh, we are looking forward to our first competition this coming Saturday, a tournament at Edina High School. And uh, looking forward to seeing, especially our, our rookies, a lot, of, a lot of our wrestlers will be stepping on a mat for the first time and competing. So we'll see how that goes. I'm sure they're both excited and nervous, uh, but looking forward to a, a fun season. But thanks so much, promoters, for clicking, listening, and downloading. Sounds good, Corey. It sounds like you're, uh, you know, it, it's, it's sometimes it's good to be terrified and excited all at the same time. Stu Lowry, say something, Stu. I'll say something, Tim. I'm, I've got a couple of shout outs, uh, or actually three. Uh, I, I too want to echo what Chad was saying about uh, Pariah. If, if, it's, if it lives up to or measures up to all of Pariah's wonderfully creative efforts, uh, we're in for a real treat with this feds. And uh, my friend, I am looking forward to reading that 
uh, the beginning of it was uh, quite interesting with the foundation you've laid. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun to follow. So looking forward to how that comes along for you. Uh, a melancholy shout out to Christine McVie, who passed away, I believe, today. Uh, I'm not a huge Fleetwood Mac fan, but uh, that ends Fleetwood Mac in this iteration. Uh, 79 years old. Uh Crazy band, crazy story, uh, but they had a lot of good stuff. And uh, like I said, I'm not the biggest fan in the world of them, but uh, certainly was sad to hear of her passing. And a shout out to Legends of Wrestling independent wrestler, uh, A.R. Fox, who just took on uh, Samoa Joe, as I'm watching in AAW, took him on for the TNT title. And uh, lost, predictably, but hey, that gave uh, A.R. Fox a great match and glad to see him make it to the big stage uh, in terms of, uh, it was the TNT, Corey. Corey had asked if it was for the TNT Championship or ROH TV. I, I can't keep them straight. There are a lot of belts in that there federation. <laughs> they have a lot of belts in AEW, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just great to see A.R. Fox get a little shine. Uh, he's been a, a pretty decent name on the independent circuit for a lot for a lot of years so glad to see him get get it get to the big stage other than that i'd like to uh, say good night denmark well thank you Stu. and i would uh i would like to just uh, congratulate uh someone who was one of my favorite baseball players i'm sure he's an avid listener of the podcast uh don mattingly uh donnie baseball uh today uh just uh announced that uh he has signed to be the bench coach for the Toronto Blue Jays. Um, other than dealing with a bunch of Canadians, I'm sure that's going to be a great gig for him. And uh, I'm, I'm really happy to, to see him get that. He's a great person. Um, I know they were talking about maybe bringing him in to do some Yankee broadcasts. And he said, well, I got one, I got another iron in the fire. If, if that doesn't work out, I'll call you. Um, so uh, obviously that, that iron uh, did work out well for him and uh, it'll be good to see him back in baseball. He's a quality guy. Other than that, I just want to thank everyone for listening. It's, it's great. I hope, uh, hope you had a great holiday. And, uh, you know, uh, we'll, we'll probably be talking more about the upcoming holidays as we go on here. Uh, but thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you all next week. Hey, promoters, it's Corey again. And we would love to hear from you. Please send us your questions, topic suggestions, or any other comments, and we might include your audio in a future episode of Uncharted Territory. There's two ways you can do it. You can go to tinyurl.com backslash U-N-C-T-E-R. Again, tinyurl.com backslash U-N-C-T-E-R. You can click the message button and record up to a one-minute message, and we can include that in a future episode. Or you can email us either audio or a written question at our email address, utpodcast2020 at gmail.com. Again, utpodcast2020 at gmail.com. Want to show your friends that you listen to Uncharted Territory? Well, head on over to our store at tkostore.com slash collection slash uncharted hyphen territory. You can choose from a shirt or hoodie with Travis Heckle's great podcast cover artwork or a shirt with a design inspired by one of our favorite bands. While there, check out the other great merchandise at TKO, including shirts of several of the top MMA fighters, including Bigfoot Silva, Tim Sylvia, Ensign Inouye, and more. 
Need a shirt made for your event or organization? Contact TKO, run by Filsinger Games promoter Justin Bulka, aka Pike Mojo, to place your order. Again, that's TKOstore.com. T E E K O Store.com. sure <laughs> Tim you sound really weird nope he's back he's still still he's still, he's still like buzzing <laughs> yeah yeah that you kind of sound exactly. like a droid from Star Wars or something right it's weird Corey do you hear him <laughs> yeah. so funny. I hear it yeah was that Superstar Pro set one review? No, it was. It should just be James Jeffries. What's the name of this episode? James Jeffries. What are you eating there, Piggy? It a looks salad. healthy. It it's looks green. Why are you eating a salad with your hand? Because it's from Quick Trip and I forgot to grab a fork. Oh, for God's sake. I thought you were eating a nacho. Quick Trip. I'm familiar yeah. with Quick Trip. Quick Trip is awesome. <laughs> It is, except in Iowa, it's called Quick Star because we have a <laughs> quick trip pronounced spelled with a Q mm -hmm. that is not quite as good. I mean, they have good roller items. Don't get me wrong. I don't no? see anything, Chad. I'm not oh. seeing anything. I'm seeing posted uh, the Zoom screen. Yeah, I'm seeing you're viewing Chad Olson's screen. And Why are you looking it. at my Zoom screen, you ding dongs? That's what you showed us. That's what no, you showed it's us. not at that's all. That's what you think. That's <laughs> no. what you're going to show us. That's no. what we're going to look at. Yeah. Perfect. See? Anyways, thank you everybody for listening. Uh be cool and stay uh fuck. <laughs>